What's up, everybody? My name is Will. Welcome back to Thoughts Account. Play my music, man. All right, all right. Welcome back to another episode of Thoughts Account. I'm glad you're here. Thank you for joining us for another episode. Now, before we get into what we're talking about today, I want to tell you what's at stake. So what's at stake is greater overall enjoyment in life, greater gratitude, greater productivity, less stress, less sadness, and greater fulfillment in life. So if any of these things interest you, then this is going to be a good episode for you. So I'll go ahead and start us out with the analogy that's going to carry us through this episode, okay? So today we're going to be talking about, of course, you know, positivity and the way that that kind of influences your life, the way that you feel your happiness, your fulfillment. Uh, And for my longtime viewers of the show, you guys have known that I've made an episode on negativity and the way that negativity can be contagious. We're going to pull some of the concepts from that episode too, and uh, you'll see some of the the threads, basically. I'm looking forward to hear if you guys pick up on on some of those threads from that previous episode. That was, a, that was an early episode, so you know, it's only for the most dedicated people. So of course, you know how much we love our research for this episode. I saw this video, and it was a guy who was comparing uh, positive thinking to a jar of water. Right. So you have this, you know, big, clear jar of water. And every time that you engage in negative thinking, negative self-talk or something negative happens to you and you let it affect you negatively, you think of a scoop of dirt going into that water. Right. So if you think about positive thinking and then you think, you know, to the title of this episode, um, the reason that this typical positive thinking does not work is because people are not doing it in great enough volume volumes. So there have been a few studies out that have shown that the average person, the majority of their thoughts are negative, right? And that's these these scoops of dirt. And people think when they start doing like positive thinking, like, oh, I've, I've tried to be positive, I've tried to do this positive thinking, and it just doesn't work. Uh, think of each positive kind of experience like that as like, like a cup of water being poured into that jar. Of course, the water is still going to be dirty, the water is still going to be dirty after even even after two, three cups of that you know clear water, and that's going to be that at the uh, at a core of today's episode is the way in which um, these kind of positive thinking pushes need to be implicated into your life, and why traditional positive thinking is not the way to go. But people get people get frustrated when they're like, you know, you told me if you know I'd be positive, and you know I start to implicate smaller, smaller changes. The thing is, you're still not you're not making the positive thoughts the majority of your thoughts, and that's why the water still remains dirty. And the other portion of that is you have to know that positivity is typically considered the norm. So what that means is that typically the negative effects will have will be stronger and be easier to remember than um, all of the positive stuff you're doing. And that's why, you know, when a celebrity does something negative, you know, that's all they remember. I mean, they, they still talk about, you know, Chris Brown hitting Rihanna, even though that was how many years ago. And that's not to justify you know, his actions by any means, but people will remember and people will hang on and we do it to ourselves as well. And honestly, if you think you are a positive person, if you think, you know, you know, I don't really need to, you know, impl- implement these kind of things, you know, honestly, I'm impressed with you. I probably would call into, you know, question how consistent that really is because it is incredibly difficult. And the reason that it is incredibly difficult to be super positive all the time is we are constantly being fed uh, reasons that we're not good enough or reasons that our lives are not good enough, right? So, Uh, You see it in advertisements predominantly where, you know, your life is not good enough without our product. 
your life is not good enough unless you look like this. Your life is not good enough unless you can do this every single year. I mean, you, you see on social media, people blowing up overnight. You see, you know, all the crypto bros, all their finances, you know, skyrocketing, yada, yada, even if that's not really a clear picture, but you start to feel like everybody else is doing so much better than you and that your life is really not as good as, as it seems. So you have all these, all these media sources that are constantly telling you that, you know, your life is not good enough and that you shouldn't be able to be happy with, you know, the life that you have. And even going further than that, and with the nature of social media, with everybody posting, you know, only the best thing that's happening to them, um, you get this illusion that everybody is doing better than you because you actually get to see the negative side of your life. You know, we've talked about that before. But then there's the further, the further step where it's like, okay, you are comparing each aspect of your life with the best part of somebody else's life, right? So say somebody is, I don't know, really good at basketball, right? And I'm like, you know what? I'm trying to be good at basketball. I'm trying to make a podcast. I'm trying to, you know, go to dental school, yada, yada. Um, how can I spread my time among all these activities when somebody in the NBA is only focusing on basketball? That's their job. That's what they do. So they have more time to do that kind of stuff. And then you do that with like five or six different people. Um, basing their specialized thing on something that's generalized in your life uh, and wondering why you're not seeing the same results. These are all ways that you can be made to feel like you're inadequate, you're not good enough, yada, yada. And that's a normal feeling. It is normal to, you know, experience these kind of negative things. But the important part is the way that you react, the way that you process and the way that you move forward with these, with these situations present. But I'll tell you what helps. What helps for me is, you know, self-love, really. that's It sounds cliche, but self-love is really the answer to um, this kind of issue. Now, bear with me because it goes deeper. But think about it. You are your own person, right? You can design yourself exactly how you want. Why should you not be your own favorite person, right? You know, that's not narcissistic or cocky to love yourself or to think that you're awesome or to think that, you know, you have some awesome qualities because probably the chances are that you do is very high. Having self-love for yourself should be the normative position. And you shouldn't be saying like, oh, I'm so ugly, I'm so dumb, I'm so fat, I'm so all this. Because what you're doing is you're reinforcing in your subconscious mind that that's true. You're pouring more and more dirt into your clear jar, right? And the thing is, is you're pouring dirt into your own jar. So why would you want to do that? Like, it's one thing to have other people, you know, make you feel a certain way, but these kind of, I'm so dumb, I'm so ugly, I can't do it. That kind of talk is only pouring dirt in your own jar. And this kind of negative self-talk is something that we've talked about previously as well. But if you're able to do the exact opposite, if you're able to, you know, realize why you're awesome, if you're really able to realize all the cool things you bring to the table, all the talents that you have and all the blessings that you have, you'll find that more and more clear water will be going into that jar and you'll find yourself living a happier, greater, more fulfilling life. And sometimes this negative self-talk has been built up over the years and that can be very damning when uh, it comes to later in life when that's become so habitual that when something bad happens, that's your first thought. Because as you practice this kind of negative self-talk, which you shouldn't, your brain will start to be like, okay, this is how we react to this certain situation. We're, you know, we're building up an equilibrium and a homeostasis around this negative thought, which is not a good place to be. I mean, because immediately once you drop something on the floor, you're like, oh my God, I'm so dumb. I'm so clumsy. I'm so stupid. And you were, and your brain believes that your brain will start to believe that even if it's something as stupid as dropping something on the floor. But here's the thing with negative self-talk. I saw this video a while ago and it really changed my perspective on like negative self-talk and how weird it is is they took these two women, say, I think they were like in their thirties 
and they had them write down all the negative self-talk that they engage in on a daily basis, right? So like all the, all the, I'm so dumb, I'm so whatever, all that kind of stuff, right? They had them wrote down, they had like a list of like 30 things that they would say. And then what they did is they took the women and they brought them into a different room and there was an, like an eight-year-old girl sitting there and the guy's like, okay, now I want you to read all those things that you just wrote down as if you're saying them to this little girl. And of course they're, you know, taken aback. Their faces are all red. They're like, no, there's no chance I'm going to say this to a, a child um, because they're incredibly hurtful, obviously. And then the guy is like, okay, well then why do you engage in that activity with yourself? Why are you allowing yourself to talk to you that way if you wouldn't say that to somebody else? And furthermore, why are you willing to say it and think that it has no effect on you? It does. It really does. It's important to main, maintain positive self-talk when you're you know, going throughout your day-to-day life because whether you know it or not, your mind is listening. And the big key to this is that it's habitual. It's something that you have to develop over time. It's just like going on a diet. It's just like going to work out. You're not going to you know, magically be the most positive person overnight. That's not how this works. It's just like going to the gym. If you go to the gym for a week or you go on a diet for like a week, you're not going to look like Dwayne the Rock Johnson the next week. It's, it's just not how it works. The Rock himself has built up that lifestyle. He's The Rock has built up that lifestyle. The Rock has lived that life for a long time. And now he's reaping the benefits of all the hard work that he's put in. You see that, you know, the way that he looks is landing him roles in movies and and that's because he he's continued that ha- habitual training for years and years now. And if you are able to, you know, develop that habit of, you know, being positive and being nicer to yourself and, you know, building that confidence, that is where we get what's at stake for this episode. That's where you get the greater fulfillment. That's where you get the greater happiness, the better productivity, the more creativity. You get the greater enjoyment in life. And that's why you end up having less sadness, less stress, less whatever. Um, and this is, and this is an exponential change. This is one of those things that you make a, a little change and you don't see all the results right in the beginning, but as you continue to get better and better, that graph ends up going exponentially higher and higher on, on how good you feel, on how productive you are and how creative you are on your greater enjoyment in life. Those are all the things that compound on each other when you start to implement these kind of lifestyle tips and this lifestyle change is something that you know will happen frequently so in our, in our analogy of the jar we like to think of this as placing a hose in the jar um, now obviously that steady stream of clean water will continue to circulate through that jar and eventually push some of that dirt out of out of the jar and if you are if you are able to maintain that yes you may have more dirt placed into the jar eventually but it will not last it will not remain it will not stay there for very long and then once you start to implement these kind of lifestyle changes, you start to build up those habits, yada, yada, in the same way that the negative one used to be, you know, your natural reaction, then positivity will become your natural reaction. Something bad happens to you and immediately you're like, okay, yeah, that's, that's not great, but here's why it's okay. Here's where I'm going to go from here. And here's why it's going to motivate me to be a better person. And when I talk about lifestyle changes, I don't just talk about self-talk. I also talk about the people that you have in your life, the things that you're doing in your life that we've talked about in a, lot, in a couple of different episodes. Um, because negativity is contagious, it can spread from person to person. And if you allow that kind of stuff to stay in your life 
as much as you want to logically fight it, it's not always a logical battle. Sometimes just being around negativity for a while will make you start to think subconsciously more negatively. It'll make you think like, oh, you know what? Maybe that person has a point. They sure do complain a lot. Maybe life is kind of bad around here. And that's the main message I'm trying to get across is you have to be very, very careful with what kind of negativity you allow in your life because it is a more powerful force than you think it is. And it can have greater reaches into your life than you would at first presume. But that is going to take us to the weekly takeaway. This week's weekly takeaway is, is take steps this week to clear up the water in your jar. Whether that be doing something that fulfills you, whether that be engaging in self-care, whether that be engaging in more mindfulness, whether that be do, doing something you enjoy, take that first step to putting the garden hose in your jar. And if you need to develop a plan, start writing out a plan. You know how much we love writing things down in this on this podcast. Take that first step to start clearing up your jar. And I promise taking this step will lead to all the things that I talked about at the beginning of this episode as what's at stake. You will have greater productivity. You will have greater happiness and enjoyment in life. You will have greater gratitude, less stress, less sadness if you start to lead a life that you can enjoy. But that is going to do it for this episode. I appreciate you for listening all the way through. Hope you found that you found something that you can add to your life or to the life of somebody around you. Please share this episode so somebody else can listen and enjoy as well. You know, we're building here. So like, share, do all that great stuff. We're making it great. I thank you. I appreciate you. This has been one of thoughts that count. <laughs> I'll see you next time. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.